And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Friends and welcome in Senseless, all of you Senseless members to the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Red light's on, red light means stop thinking, and get a little senseless with us. Don't turn it all the way off, just turn it down, just turn it down a little bit, so that way you can have some, some fun, some fun on 9-18-2020. That is September 18th of the year, the GD year, 2020. Yeah. The year of Satan, hell. apparently, hell and Satan, all, <laughs> all, all seven, seven levels, I yeah. believe it is. You remember the movie This Is the End? Basically that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And hopefully, uh, hopefully we're not on the good side, or we're on the yeah. good side. <laughs> and most likely we're not on the good side, but hopefully <laughs> we're on the good side. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. This is episode one twenty seven. Um, I'm at Walt Disney, happiest host on earth. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, brah. <laughs> Thank you for being back with us for another week. And across the ether is uh, our guy. That's still smooth, Mr. PTO. I have a sexy voice. Champagne, mountain range, hugs. How is everyone doing today? Uh, I'm here each and every week, or most weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Got to earn a nickname. <laughs> Here, uh, and I give you one thing, and that would be on this date. On this date, September 18th, back in 1971, Lance Armstrong was born in Plano, Texas. That cheater. That cheater. This was, a, this was such a bad – this was such an irrelevant day in history. This was – I looked on so many news sites – no interesting birthdays, no, nothing of notice around the world, not just sports, but very boring. I had to settle on the Lance Armstrong birthday. And did you know, also, what Wikipedia classifies Lance Armstrong as? I was just going to say cyclist. No. They actually classify him under his picture. It's a picture of Lance Armstrong. And right, under, right underneath it, it says, professional cyclist and a drug cheat. Drug cheat? <laughs> Drug cheat, D R U G C H E A T. Drug cheat. That's like that's it. Like, I've never even heard that designation before. Exactly, but it just like 
you know, it's funny, man. It's just like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you a big, are you big anti Lance Armstrong guy? You seem like it. You're you're borderline calling him a scumbag. Uh, I'm not a bit. I'm I'm not a big Lance Armstrong guy. Hmm. I think I might be in the minority where I just don't really care. Like you, like you, like couldn't go either way. It didn't bother. Yeah, it didn't bother me that much. And I just like. I mean, he's not my hero, but I don't really care. <laughs> like it's. Yeah, I- at what Is that point because it's cycling? About, and yeah, you, dude, do, it's do you cycling. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably don't care because it's cycling. But it's like in, the other <laughs> when thing would was a like, then, care about then, cycling? Never. But then it was complete. <laughs> then it was kind of like confirmed that every country was doing it. Oh yeah, but I think it was just it wasn't even just doing it. It was lying about it, and then like like they were he, all I think lying. He, they were all lying. If you're gonna if you're gonna designate him a drug cheat, they're all drug cheats. Because they all did it. Yes, of course. They all but lied. He, he went above and beyond. We'll just he just became a, like a celebrity and then got caught. And so our country turned on him. <laughs> I don't think the rest of them. Are, the, if the rest of them, if the rest of if we knew the rest of their names, we'd care <laughs> a little bit more. But we don't know their names. We too, know Lance Armstrong. Too many apostrophes. Too many possibilities. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yes, I like that. That's a great on the state. Get us <laughs> Happy birthday, about. Lance. Get a little. Yeah. <laughs> Big birth- shout out. Happy Big birthday, Lance Pod over here. Happy, Big Lance Pod. Happy getting crushed day, Lance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is bold nonsense. Uh, this is a kind of. This is a taste. Just a taste of what you are going to get for this entire episode one twenty seven. This is. I mean, this is what we do. We talk some nonsense. We have some fun. It's usually based around sports, but basically, it's it's us on a FaceTime with you listening in, and I'm yelling at Smooth across the ether for like an hour, just screaming into a computer. It's fun. I yeah. love it, and that's what we're gonna continue to do. Uh, we're we're definitely going to continue to do that with random thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. Nah, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. Having a brainstorm session. I think I just. Yeah. I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? Okay, random thoughts for those new listeners, new new senseless members. Random thoughts is a it's a a mashup of rants. In random thoughts that we have bouncing around in our heads, things we want to get off our chest, that uh, this, this is our time to bring up some senseless and, and, and just off-the-wall stuff. And we like, to t- we like to talk about it here. So Love it. Uh, last, week we, last week was actually pretty sports-related, which is not all, it's not always. Um, last week we had sharks and, and, and has, water hazards. Uh, what do you got for this, this week? I found out today's almost my day. Today basically should, so today's should be my day because it's National Burger Day and National Ooh. Concussion Awareness Day. Oh God! So like this R. is R. like this is this yeah. is like I was just like just yeah this is like my day. So I heard about that on the radio actually just a little bit ago, and I think I'm gonna go treat myself to a nice burger tonight. You should. You should. That yeah. is that is uh that is your day. Uh, you yeah. Know, you got the history and you love burgers. Yeah, yeah. 
And when, that was just a quick random thought. It wasn't. We really didn't have to go anywhere with it. If it's your day, I, I think it's pretty random, and, and it's not a rant, but it's pretty random to declare a day, September 18th, 9-18-2020, um, your day. That's a bold move. It's a bold, that is. It's a bold nonsense move. We only shoot for the stars, baby. We don't shoot yeah. low. It's not good enough to have the 21st, which, yeah. hey, happy early birthday to you. Thank coming, you. Coming up on Monday, Census members hit our guy up on Monday, the 21st, right? Yes, sir. 19, 20, 21, that's on Monday. Uh, hit our guy up on Monday for his birthday. But that's not enough for you. You needed it today as well. You needed Friday, the, the 18th as well. Let him know. And I like that. Okay. My random thought is a, a, another quick one. We'll keep it short. And it revolves around uh, books. I don't think I've talked to Have I talked about this on the pod before? Plots with books. Mm. You just let me know. At any point, if it, if it sounds familiar that we've talked about it on the pod, you shut it down and we'll move on. We'll okay? do. I'll, I'll, I'll put that on you. So, with a book, I've been taking a poll with, with people. I like to just poll uh, people around me if I'm talking to them about them, about this kind of stuff. But what do you think is worse? Killing... Okay, so say you have a big series. You've got the one I'm reading. It's nine books. Jeez. It's not. Yes, that's that's not. That's we're adults. That's not that much. But you're oh not. A, you're gosh. not an average reader, so that's fine. No, I'm um, a non-reader. But so it's nine books. What's worse, killing the main character, your the main character, my favorite character, uh, in the third book, or killing the main character in the third book? And a little bit of spoiler here, although I'm not gonna tell you what it, what series it is. Killing the main character in the third book. Bringing him back and then making him a bad guy. Ooh. What's worse? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't like the. I don't like the bringing resurrecting into a bad guy because you you want him to. Ha- I want to have the nice remembrance of him. At least he rests in peace in my mind. You know, I don't want him bringing back and ruining the series. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't. A- Amen. Alleluia. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, that was my take exactly. It's like, okay, I think I can get through, you know, the the introduction of new characters and, like, try and find a different one, I guess, even though this way I was awesome. Uh, but, yeah, to bring him back and make him bad and you're just, like, everything you, you invested already. Because a book is an investment, let's be honest. It's a lot of time. That's exactly. Why of, that's why a lot of people don't do it. Yeah. So you do it. And then it's like all of this is now gone because he's bad guy. No. Do we have time don't for like that? It, don't like it one bit. We don't. We don't even have time for that. No times. Seto time. Seto. I like that. Seto minutos. Well, we're such an international podcast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, okay, but that's really all I had. I just need to get somebody on my side with that. I need to know what what series this is. I can't tell you that. That's spoilers, man. Do we want to be those guys? No, I don't want to be a Portnoy. Ooh, shots fired. Boom! Somebody cut that clip and put it on Instagram and let it go viral. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> so, Shannon? One of you listeners? <laughs> yeah, we Shannon, some, over here? Let's get some listener help. Either our intern, Shannon, that does not get paid and gets fired every other week, or yeah. one of our listeners. Exactly. 
Speaking of Shannon, I haven't seen her all COVID. Is she still employed? I don't even know if she's still alive. Oh god. Oh god. Might wanna might wanna throw her a text. But first, we're gonna go to we're gonna finish this pod, and to do that we gotta go to trivia. Priorities, man. Trivia! 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 <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? This is trivia, and last week's trivia question read like this. Which NFL team has the highest winning percentage in games in which they are considered an underdog? Which NF- And one more time, which NFL team has the highest winning percentage in games in which they are considered an underdog? This is This is surprising to me. Answer... Pittsburgh Steelers at 42.3%. That record, 91 and 20, 91 and 124. 91 and 124. It's actually kind of surprising how many times they've been considered an underdog. That's what was. That's why that was a surprising part to me. Yeah. When I said that, I was like, I since when were they that bad? You know. I don't. I don't know if it's like that bad or if it's in playoff like games, close games. Maybe like, like close games. Three-point game, something like that. Yeah, just probably, yeah, probably, you know, playing really good teams. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of surprising, but it's a pretty good record when you're an underdog. If you were putting a lot of money down, don't do it every time. You'll lose, but... Sure. I don't know how betting works. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this, this week's trivia question is... Who was the Portland Trailblazers' first ever draft choice? One more time, although it's pretty straightforward. Who was the <laughs> Portland Trailblazers' first ever draft choice? If you don't understand that question, you turn the senseless meter way too far down. Turn it back up a little bit, and then <laughs> then go back like 10 seconds, you'll get the question. But while you do that, we're going to go to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Only... Only one story in uh, for the NFL this week. Last week was a bunch, but like we kind of said, we predicted this, that as it gets into the season, it dies down. Just kind of weird. Scales back. Yep. A lot of people last week got their extensions, got their money before the season started. Took Robert Woods one more week to get that stuff done with the Rams. But anyway, he gets an extension for four years, $68 million. Four I years, like that. Sixty-eight million dollars, which puts him roughly in the range, like around Cooper Cup, so it keeps yeah. both of them there. It's like I said before on many pod, many episodes of this podcast. It's good just to be a Ram. Chances are, if you're a Los Angeles Ram, you're going to get a max deal. So just somehow, yeah, just money thrown at you. I don't I mean, know where this is coming from. They're they're using the bank accounts of the Los Angeles Rams and the St. Louis Rams. That's the only thing I can think <laughs> of. Yeah. They just got money. Um, but it's pretty clear to see what they're trying to do. They're going to pay receivers. 
pay the quarterback. They don't pay big names. Pretty much they're paying big names in big spots. And they'll try and fit in cheaper veterans and rookies everywhere else. But that kind of seems like it's going to be the offensive line, which is one of the hardest things to do. Because if you've got a, a line of five, you can't just get one or two right. You got to get pretty much three or four at least right for the offensive line to be as good as you want it. So usually people don't depend on rookies and young players there. They usually pay for those. But the Rams aren't doing that. We'll see if it works. We'll see gotcha. if it works. But on to the NBA, this one I thought was very interesting, very surprising when I, when I got the, the update. Mike D'Antoni uh, informs the Rockets he will not be back. He will go and in, in search for, for a new place. Your initial reactions on this when you saw it. Mike is fed up, out, doesn't want to have to deal with his BS anymore. No mo, faux show. No more James Harden headaches, no more... Um, Russell Westbrook headaches, no more uh, drama, this and that. Uh, Mike D'Antoni is out of there. He will get another job. Um, this is kind of like what he does. He stays around for a couple of years and then bounces. You know, he does, He's not a huge one-place tenure kind of guy. He kind of hops around a little bit. So he'll be back. He'll coach a team. Maybe maybe Philadelphia. I don't know. But um, the Sixers. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. And I, I – I'd probably do the same thing. I wouldn't want to coach that mess. That's that was kind of my thing. Is the the my first reaction was that it must be a lot worse than we think it is behind the scenes, like Antonio Brown with the Steelers type of stuff. Yeah, like just a zoo, and and it, but we're not seeing it because he's hiding a lot of it, or he'll take the blame for a lot of it. There's just things that don't fit there, and I don't think I think the ownership is too soft. It's too soft on the players. It it stripped D'Antoni of pretty much all his power. Pretty much, to you know, does whatever Harden wants. They practice when Harden wants. Harden shows up to the plane when he wants. Like it's just you can't have that. And think a coach is going to be cool with that for this long. Uh, I don't know. I just. I think the Rockets are a mess. I think they made their bed and now they got to lie in it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, have fun. I don't. Who? I don't see a coach that's gonna go in there. Who's psyched to, to take over that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gonna have any type of resume that you know. You're not gonna be able to get a coach to go there that's got a resume, because what the coach is gonna say is, "I need to take control." I need to be able to have control. And the Rockets apparently don't want to do that. So then the only person you're left with is, you know, first-time coaches or coaches coming up from college that you can control, basically just a puppet. And then you're going to end up in even a, a worse place than you are now. So the Rockets are digging a grave, and I don't think they realize it. Okay. First, second, and third teams have been announced for the all-NBA teams. Um, let's just go through them. First team, Giannis, LeBron, James Harden, Anthony Davis, and Luka. Uh, with Giannis, Giannis was officially announced. We talked a little bit about it last week, but officially announced as the, second, uh, as the MVP for his second straight year. 
So there you go. I um, like it. Snubbed? Was, Le- was LeBron snubbed? I think he's snubbed like every year. I think that's kind of what we landed on last week, right? Yeah. Was that yeah. it's like Bill Belichick for a coach of the year in the NFL. Like, like yeah. it's just They don't always get it. They most often deserve it. I thought LeBron deserved it this year, but I didn't think he was going to get it. Yeah. And next was Giannis, so I, you know, don't hate it. Don't hate it. Got to love it. it. Don't, don't love it as much as I could, but hey, he pulled the Steve Nash, so there you go. Um, gone in the playoffs, but two straight MVPs. See ya. Yeah. What I don't love is James Harden on the first team. Um, Anthony Davis, I could have gone either way. Coin flip for first team there. I like some other people better, but, you know, whatever. Um, speaking of those people, they're on the second team. The second team is Kawhi Leonard, the Joker, Jokic, Dame, Chris Paul, and uh, Pascal Siakam. Personally, I would have had Dame in there above Harden on the first team and Siakam above Anthony Davis in there on the first team. Just switch both of those, and I'd be totally fine with it. I I would leave Anthony Davis, but I would put Dame above Harden. I think Anthony oh, Davis is that good. But, yeah, I mean, with, I mean – Minor minor changes, but yeah, I, I think Dame. What our what our point is is that I, we both believe Dame oh, could have got over Harden. That's easily the biggest one to me. When yeah. I saw yeah. that, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! This is just yeah. like another thing." Stupid. You know, James Harden. He's got all his commercials. He plays for the Rockets, and he's they're loud and they make headlines because they don't because they suck and shouldn't. And it's just like, okay, so he's getting it because he's flashy on a team that sucks but shouldn't. And a guy who plays better and it is a team that doesn't suck as much as they should because he carries them. Like, he doesn't get the recognition because they're not as loud. It's exactly. Just, that's that's the backwards-ass NBA that we get often. Yeah. That frustrates me as a Portland fan. But, hey, that such is life. And uh, I don't think Dame cares. I think Dame is more upset that he's not uh, still playing basketball right now. So uh, that's why we love him. And the third team, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, and Russell Westbrook. Um, I like the first three. The second, the last two. Uh, yeah, what the heck? A couple of question marks there since Westbrook sucks and Ben Simmons can't shoot a three, was hurt a lot. And Both those guys can't shoot. They're the same yeah. freaking player. I don't understand why either of them is on this. They're such better players, especially. They're so just one-dimensional, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean where's, where's D-Book? Yeah, what the heck? I, I, don't, I don't understand this. this. I mean, Kyle Lowry you could put on there. I'm just trying to. Trying to think of a, a, a bunch of different players that are more deserving than these guys. I mean, I would put, I would, I would put. Um, there's a couple Pacers that I would throw on there, including. Help me out here, Zabonis. I would throw him uh, they, out. He had some injuries, there. injury he, stuff, but he he was killing it early, and then yeah, he had some injury stuff late. Um, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of people that, that could have been on there instead of these two. And I think those are – it just seems like names, not players, but names instead. And mm-hmm. that's bothersome. So 
Exactly. And that's what sometimes you hate to see award ceremonies turned into, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Just one story in baseball, and that is that the Mets have a new owner. Steve Cohen has bought the the New York Mets. This is still up for, um, like, owner veto, basically. The owners have to approve it, but they almost always do. Steve Cohen is a hedge fund manager. He has uh, had two major hedge fund companies. And if it gets approved, which it's looking like it will, he will be the richest owner in the MLB. That means the Mets, the Mets will have more money than the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees. Uh, I mean, th- think of other people that just throw money around. The Mariners, oh wait, no. Um <laughs> The Padres are kind of putting money out there this year, although they. I kind of like the Padres. I know that's they like built a... young, but they're throwing some money around. Uh, but anyway, a lot of money. His net worth is four, a little over fourteen billion dollars. So a lot of people are pretty hopeful that uh, he'll come in and be able to rival and get some free agents and, and you know be able to spend to be good. Okay. With that, college football. That's our next thing. It's next on the docket. Next on the docket. Um, the Big Ten. Big Ten is back. They have. Are you surprised? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I I think you have to be when usually oh, people like this. When they get backlash on decisions, how often do they go, oh, dang, time for some introspection here and to fix some things. Usually, they dig their heels in like they're trying to put on the brakes in a cartoon. And I was very very surprised that they, they took all of the noise around them and actually listened to it, to be honest. <laughs> to, to be honest. But I think... The other half of me, not so surprised, since a lot of it is centered around money. And they were just going to lose so much money by not participating with other teams participating that they were like, oh, well, you know, gotta got to make our money. And so they're going to say, oh, we're just so glad that, you know, we could uh, take the science and new information and, and get these kids out on the field. They, what they should be saying is, oh, so glad I get to keep my, my pockets lined. And my I don't job, have to take a, yeah. Don't have to take a pay cut. Like, that's what they're really saying. Don't yeah. believe. I can still drive my Audi. Yes, exactly. Keep keep three of my yachts. Yeah. Um, but they'll be back. They'll start at the end of, end of October, excuse me. It'll be like an eight-game schedule, which is going to be weird for the college football playoff. Because all the other teams are playing 10 to 12 game schedules. So the college football playoff, I guess, hasn't even decided whether they'll be eligible for this or not. Like, most Hmm. likely they will be. But the college football, the committee is saying, like, we don't have to make a decision right now. We'll wait till the end of the year and see if these teams are eligible based on the strength of schedule and all this stuff and, and how much harder the season is for those teams playing more games that they could at the, it could get to the end of the year very unlikely could get to the end of the year where they go 
you guys aren't eligible for this. You didn't play enough games. You wanted to be in, in the college football playoff committee. Maybe don't take another, you know, month. Don't don't decide you want to start playing after everyone started playing already. Um, so, so they're back. That's going to be cool. At least we get to see Ohio State and good players like that. But the Pac-12, that leads us there, inevitably. <laughs> the Pac-12, will they potentially follow suit is the question. Here's an update. No vote yet for the Pac-12. Pac-12 CEOs, including one representative, so a representative from each school, they did not vote today. For I'd like to see a re- awesome. reason. Don't have one. Uh, they just didn't. Couldn't couldn't get it done. Couldn't agree on anything. I I I said it last night and just talking to people. I'm honestly going to be a little surprised the Pac-12 plays. I think I think that. Let me go for it. Uh, I don't have too much of an argument, but I just feel like with the that's why they they've invested too much into like the the company with that the partnerships you know with the rapid timing the rapid COVID timing and official partnerships and stuff like that they've invested so much already into playing. I don't know if we'll get like a an ideal season or like a sexy season, but I think they'll try and play. I think they'll they'll play, but it'll be a messy season. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess you just take the pessimistic side on this, and I just, I, yeah, I think it's been confirmed this year how much less football matters out here than it does everywhere else. When the Big Ten decided they weren't going to play, you, had, it was like riots in the streets. Parent, yeah, parents flew, flew during a pandemic, flew to Chicago to picket outside of like the the committee's office or whatever. And coaches were involved. Parent, like, everybody was involved. And did you ever hear anything like that for, for the Pac-12? No. No. They were like, their responses, everyone, they turned to each other and like, good, you know. They yeah. just said good. The, yeah, time. a lot of people were like, oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. A lot of people were like, see, football shouldn't be playing anyway because they hate sports yeah. for whatever reason. And <laughs> a lot of the players were like, oh, I guess I'll just go to the NFL and then a lot of the players looked at each other and went, ah, shucks. Yeah. That's about it. And it's just, they've proven it. So I will be, I won't be surprised if they don't play. Just as I don't think it means that much to them. They have a lot more politicians' hands in the cookie jar. And it's not about football like it is other places. Definitely. Yeah. Um, in the NHL, just wanted to say this, this, the Stanley Cup Finals are set. It will be the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning facing off in the bubble. Just kind of an interesting thing that uh, Dallas, Texas and Tampa Bay, Florida uh, are the ones in the hockey Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs> like, they're the finalists for hockey. Love Two it. places that don't even know what snow looks like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's it. So yeah, go ahead and pay attention to that because that'll be that'll be fun. Um, Who are you pulling for? Stanley Cup. I like the Stars. I'm gonna go Stars too. Uh, I'm I'm going Stars here. I think the Stanley Cup Finals and hockey playoffs in general, a lot like baseball playoffs, they're a lot better than the regular season, and they're worth paying attention to. Okay, I'll with, check that out. With that, I'll throw it. Throw it. To the to the golf guy for the U.S. Open update. 
Awesome. Appreciate it. Walsh Disney here uh, to bring you U.S. Open coverage all the way from Wingfoot Golf Club, uh, where conditions on today, uh, Friday, were playing much, much tougher than they did the first day, Thursday. Uh, I forgot how many, um, how many golfers ended up under par on uh, Thursday, but afterwards, the super, superintendent, uh, I was reading an article, the superintendent of uh, Winged Foot got uh, multiple emails saying that the course, you know, was playing too effing hard or too effing easy. Uh, so they they put the uh, the uh, pin placement um, pretty difficult today. Um, other factors pretty windy today, but they did a bunch of things overnight uh, to try and make this course play much harder. And I think it was showing uh, today. So a uh, quick U.S. Open update: Your uh, leader in the clubhouse, Sir Patrick Reed. What I tell you. Fucking nightmare zone. Everyone's favorite golfer, uh, everyone's second favorite golfer, uh, Sir Bryson DeChambeau. At uh, three under par, uh, followed closely behind with a pack at two under, including Justin Thomas, uh, Xander Schauffele, uh, other names of note, Xander Schauffele is sitting at even, Rory... Uh, at plus three, and DJ sitting with his Nike teammate uh, Rory at plus, th- or not Nike, he's a, he's Adidas, with his, uh, <laughs> I don't know, golfing buddy uh, Rory. Uh, DJ, <laughs> DJ is uh, plus three. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the U.S. Open update, Walsh Disney. JT, I'm rooting for him. He had kind of a yeah. rough day today, but I think he's going to get it back tomorrow. We, uh, we had a little... Little side bet going. I don't even think we put anything on it, but we you, me, and Bales. We can make it a beer bet. We can make it a beer bet right now. You're in the lead, bro. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I like that. That's that, That'll be two beers. Because we got uh, ba- we re-wrapped up Bales into this. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. But uh, you took Justin Thomas. He's sitting at two under. I took DJ at plus three. And Bales took... Um, Is it Morikawa or Matsunami? Morikawa. No, more cow. More cow. Yeah, yeah. Who I think got cut? Did he get cut? Oh God, maybe. I'm not <laughs> sure. Did not look. Did not look. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, really, that's the news. Couple of updates. Not a lot going on. Well, big decisions going on. Not a lot of smaller stuff going on. Um, so glad we could bring that to you. And now. Uh, we're going to skip recess for this week, and we're going to go right into the big thing that we do during the NFL season. We all take a lot of pride in it. It is one thing and a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I'm here. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. This is the way it works for for any listeners who are new um, and didn't get a taste of it last week. We give one. We give our winner for each game, every game this season. Every game. All season. That's a lot of games. We are going to pick a winner, and then when we run this down, 
except for like Thursday nights because we don't do the pod then. Um, we give one reason why we think we're gonna take we're gonna take that winner. Uh, we have four people choosing this year. Obviously, Smooth and I will be on the pod giving our one thing, and then we've got Bales who's also choosing. Uh, but he, he's probably not going to be on the pod. And then we've also got the captain, who might be on the pod a couple times during the season. We'll, we will see. Um, but we're going to give our one thing for the rest of them. It'll just be a winner. Um, and the way this works is we always go start with last week's results. So from week one, we get we no eyes on these teams at all. Just going blind. Here's the results. Bales with a strong 11 and 5. That's that's pretty good. Um, Smooth a 13 and 3. That's 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 quality. That's quality. I had a pretty rough it. week. I don't like my week. 10 and 6. Not good. Still winning. Still winning. Um, mm-hmm. But then the captain comes in with some beginner's luck. I'm sure he'll be humbled this week already. Uh, rough on the first game of week <laughs> two, but he went fourteen and two last week, so he takes a commanding wow. lead. But like we said, it tends to even out. It tends to be us vets who have done this a couple times know that it doesn't always stay high. Can't get too high, can't get too low. <laughs> so right now it is the captain, then Smooth in second, Bales in third, and myself. In last place. But let's move on to this week. And what we like to do is we always make our picks. We'll put it out on IG. uh, Bold.nonsense on IG. We'll make our picks for Thursday. Put it out on IG. And then we like to react to that for the first game of the week. So, Bengals at Browns. Browns get the W by, like, I think think the the Bengals covered. So, yeah, it was five points. Um, What did you think? Reactions. Uh, it was a it was a really fun game to watch. It was Joe Joe Burrow's nice. Very he, he, entertaining. He just has a shitty or excuse me. Uh, he just has a terrible uh, offensive line, but he's he's a baller. Yeah, and I think he 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 already has the respect of his teammates, which is cool to see. But Baker also looked really hot yesterday too. Yeah, I thought that the like you burrow is for real i think everyone is impressed with burrow you can just see that the Bengals are different like the whole organization traditionally the organization's terrible and he's at least made them respectable mm-hmm. even though they go to own two uh, which is rough for you and the captain who took the Bengals in this one bales and myself took the browns so we get a w off the top which is pretty nice um i will say this like you want to rub that in a little bit more, uh, there, Walsh Disney? Uh, I have to. I was ten and six last week. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this: the <laughs> Bengals are bad. Even AJ Green looked pretty bad last night. Yeah, they had like three drops, one for a touchdown. I mean, this that on a good ball. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't great. Um, and in which case, I don't know what Joe Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And congratulations to Joe Buck um, with the Gold Jack being part of the you know in in some sort in the Hall of Fame uh, in you know some type of way. And I like them, but I don't know what they were trying to push on us. They made they were trying to make Baker sound like he had just beaten the best defense of all time. 
And it was it was like, oh, he's back. Everything's fixed for Baker. He's playing the yeah. Bengals. Exactly. Can we, can we give him a test before we say he's passed? Like, yeah, let's take a look around. And he was atrocious against the Ravens, a good team. And then he was really good against a terrible team. Doesn't that kind of say he's probably average and so are the Browns? Like, I'm 100%. not anti-Baker. Like, I'll, I'll, I was really down on Baker. But I'll admit, he's got infectious energy when it's right, although I think he's way too up and down. Yeah. I think he's matured over this offseason, trying to say all the right things and just be more like even keel, although that's kind of hard for him. And I think he's streaky, but and he was really good last night. Really good. Really good. Very accurate. Accurate. But it was just like you guys are acting like the Bengals are last year's Niners. What are yeah. we, what are we I mean he's got no pressure. The the linebackers for the Bengals are some of the worst cover linebackers I've seen in like five years. I actually did my draft did drafts research on one of them before he got into the league, and I was like, oh, this guy can't play. <laughs> and he's starting for the Bengals. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty bad. Um, wow. So I thought that was kind of a little bit much, but I did like seeing the exciting type of football, which was fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is our Thursday night reaction. Now let's get into the rest of this week's slate of games and make some picks. Make some picks. Let's make some picks. Um, how about this? Giants 0-1 at Bears 1-0. We all took the Bears. You want to give a quick reason why? Come back, Mitch. Come back, Mitch. Come back, Mitch. Mitch is on his last rope. He does not want to give up his starting spot. Everybody knows this is not going to be a long-term deal. He's going to be a nice backup somewhere in the NFL long-term. But he wants to hold on for as many games as possible. He's going to play balls to the wall, bears by a touchdown. I'm fine with that. Uh, here's some reasons, even though it's one thing. Here's two things. Off, the Giants' offensive line is terrible, and I think Khalil Mack gets back into a groove uh, in this game. And I think Daniel Jones has struggles with that. And <clears throat> Mitch Trubisky's thing is... If he has to go off of his first read, off to the first pl- after the snap of the ball, if he have to has to look off the first route, he's terrible. But if he can just throw to the first place he looks, he's ve- he's good. He's fine. And I don't think the Giants have a defense that can make him look to the second one. So he'll just be able to throw and he'll be fine. So, needless to say, all four of us took the Bears. Rams 1-0 at Eagles 0-1. Bales takes the Eagles. So let's try and think of a reason that Bales would take the Eagles. Be a little contrarian? Nah, he wouldn't know that. He wouldn't do that either. He's probably thinking Wentz. He likes the deep ball. The tight ends. He's probably thinking tight I was going to say tight ends. Ertz and Goddard with the linebackers that aren't great for the Rams. It might also be uh, non-love for the Rams. That's true. He's never been a Rams guy. No. Battle of L.A. Yeah, exactly. As a Chargers fan. So let's say why why do you take the Rams? Aaron Donald. I think it's going to blow through. um, A bad line. Yeah, yeah. So... (laughs) He's a he, he's a bad man. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, I couldn't believe some of the things I was seeing him do against the Cowboys last week. Yeah, he it's picked nuts. up 
Zeke with one arm. Yeah. And sat him down like he was speaking up in class. A little boy. I could not. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And Carson Wentz got sacked eight times last week by the Washington football team. The Rams are com- Aaron Donald's got to be drooling. Got his number. Falcons 0-1 at Cowboys 0-1. We all took the Cowboys. Uh, the heads will roll if the Cowboys go start the season 0-2. So that yep. can't happen. Yep. I've been hearing there's like you have like a less than 15% chance to make the playoffs if you start 0-2. Wow. That's that's the traditional numbers. Even though yeah. this is an extra playoff spot this year. But yeah, yeah. I think Cowboys are going to be desperate. And I think this game's close. I think this game's close, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Um, I just don't see the crazy pass run. Like the, the Falcons don't have an Aaron Donald. They've got good guys, but they're, none of them are Aaron Donald, and I think their secondary is r- rough. So, didn't take the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, Panthers 0-1 at Buccaneers 0-1. The lone man himself at Steel Smooth takes the Panthers. To get the road win. I like uh, what Teddy Bridgewater does, and I like his oh, he, that he already has chemistry with uh, his Everyone? right-hand man, Chris, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. You know, like, yeah, I thought uh, he had good I, McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Like, I, thought, exactly. I thought their offense was very he, good last week. He's going to be nice. And I think Tom just, like, Tom's just, he didn't look, it didn't look great. Uh, where I don't have doubts that that will be a well-oiled machine later on uh, in the year. Right now, it's, it's just taking time. There's just too many new pieces. Uh, I was also reading an article saying it was saying something about uh, once Bruce Arian acquires a new quarterback, like that quarterback in the first like year or so, always is like towards the top of an interception leaderboard or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it is because it's so aggressive. But yeah. Um. I definitely like it because I, I like the Panthers. The Panthers are sneaky, like just a fun yeah. team. I'm going to like watching all year. I'm going to take the Buccaneers with Bales and Captain uh, this week, though. It's not because of the offense. It's because of the Bucks' defense, which I think is severely underrated. You think of McCaffrey, they like to do swing passes. Go back to last week in the Bucks game. Their linebackers, David and White, are fast, aggressive, and smack. So I think they'll be able to contain McCaffrey a little bit more because they're so fat. Both of them are so fast. Plus, they've got Antoine Winfield Jr. as a safety. He's very aggressive, a great tackler, so he can come down and help. I, I just think they they're, the Bucks secondary and linebackers throw them into that back seven or whatever. Um, they're very underrated, and I think they hold are able to hold down the – Receivers and McCaffrey of the Panthers. Okay. 49- Sorry, you made the wrong choice, but I understand. <laughs> it won't be the first time or the last. <laughs> 49ers 0-1 at the Jets 0-1. Come on. The the 40 <laughs> the 49ers, last week you said they were going to have a down year. I disagree with that. Although you were right on your pick last week for the 49ers. Cardinals beat them. Um, if, you had, if Last week if you had just said 49ers lose because of injuries, I would have been like, boom, with you. <laughs> but you said they're gonna have a down year, kind of a kind of an off uh, Super Bowl hangover, and I disagreed with that. But that's fine. They didn't look great. 
the Jets looked worse. Yeah. Nobody could look yeah. worse. So we're all taking yeah. the, the Niners there. Broncos, 0-1-1, at Steelers, 1-0. We all took the Steelers. Ben is looking good. Ben does look good. He got... He really, I you kind of look like Ben. Is that back? Is that a compliment? An insult no, or a, a backhanded compliment? No, that, that's a that's a compliment. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take it then. Now, yeah. I'll take looking like an elite athlete anytime. Yeah. Um, the Broncos, to me, very much like the Panthers. I just think they're so much. Drew Locke is so fun. I don't know yeah. if he's good or bad. I don't really care. He is so much fun. Yeah. Jerry Judy's dope. rocking people. It's Yeah. They're fun, so I, I'm going to enjoy watching them again, but I don't this year is not their year. I think they've got not next year, they'll be better next year, and then the year after that is when they really push for it. Um, but the Steelers, they're good right now, which is why we all took them. Anything else on top of that? Nope, good to go. Okay. Jags 1 and 0 at Titans 1 and 0. Uh, the captain took the Jags. Remember, last week he was the only one to take the Jags over the Colts, and he got that right. Uh, so he's big on the Jags. I I think that the Jags beat an ill-prepared and out-of-sorts Colts team that is trying to plug and play with new pieces, just like we talked about the Bucks. I don't think they're for real, though. Um they're not tanking. That doesn't happen in the NFL. People stop saying it. Um, but they're not going to be great. I think they'll win five games. This is not one of them. The Titans are very good. Uh, I, you know, Listening to, to a lot of experts talk about last week's game with the Colts and the Jags, the, the Colts don't change up their defense at all. That's why Gardner Minshew knew exactly where to go with the ball every time. He only missed one pass all day. So I in the Titans, that's not what they're about. So I think they get after Gardner. I think they mix it up and confuse him a little bit. They're just a better team. Agreed. Lions, 0-1 at Packers, 1-0. Here we go again. The captain, the only one to take the Lions. This is his week where he falls. <laughs> yeah, he might have a humbling week. Either he's gonna either he's gonna stay on this hot streak or he's gonna be humbled. Yeah. Um, I. Why are you out on the on the on the Lions? In on the Packers? Out on the Lions? Which is it for you? No, it, it's more in on the Lions or in on the Packers. Uh, more in on Aaron Rodgers. Um, and just the way he can still sling the ball. Uh, his connection with uh, Devonta Adams and then making new even wide receivers look good. Um, Alan Lazard, I think his name is, um, had a touchdown. Um, but he just he's just still a wizard. Um, so it's more of a belief in Green Bay's offense than um, a belief in the Lions. Than a disbelief, yeah, than a belief in the Lions. Yeah, for me it's a disbelief in the Lions. It's not even a disbelief in the Lions, it's a disbelief in Matt Patricia. I just think he he finds the most creative ways to lose games that there is. He's got zero control or, or I don't know, um energy within his own locker room like I feel like he steals energy from that team he doesn't bring it and he finds ways to lose games and then yeah one thing for the Lions one thing for the Packers I'm with you Aaron Rodgers just he's, he keeps saying he watched film from 2010 or 2012 and it showed him something he wasn't doing 
in the past couple of years, and and he wants to do it this year, and he thinks it'll help him. Mm. Part of me thinks it's just being more aggressive, just taking shots when he knows because he wouldn't let it rip. Last he wasn't year. letting it rip, and then you see last week he goes, uh, Mark Valdez Scantling, Marquez Valdez, Marquez Marquez. Valdez Marquez. That name, I think that he's name a, screws and, me up every time. He's a Notre Dame guy, isn't he? No, that's that's Equinemius St. Brown. St. Brown. Yeah. Valdez Scantling, but at the end of the half, and Rodgers just takes a shot. I don't think he was doing that last year or the year before that or the year before that. I think that's what he saw is he was being more aggressive when he could, and he's doing that this year. I think the Packers are going to be good for it. Bills, 1-0. At Dolphins, 0-1. Right, pretty simple for me. The Bills are good and the Dolphins aren't yet. Yep, agreed. We all took the Bills. Vikings 0-1 at Colts 0-1. Okay, here we go. A little bit of a split. This is starting a trend where you, Smooth, and the captain tend to take yeah. the same teams, where Bales and I tend to take the same teams. Yep. So we will, we will see. Uh, maybe that's a, that would be a pretty good like uh, cornhole matchup. Maybe oh, okay. beer pong matchup, something like that. Okay, we'll see. We'll have to get it Down. going. Anyway, why don't you go ahead and speak for your side on the Vikings? Uh, just to be clear, this isn't one of my, my stronger feeling picks, but uh, um, I like I like what I saw as far as the uh, Minnesota run game last week um, and the connection um, that Adam Thielen was able to secure as far as the receiving day. Um, the Colts, uh, they can't pass. Marlon Mack's out. Naheem, Naheem, Naheem Hines? Naheem. Naheem. Naheem Hines, uh, you're starting running back, which is fine, but nothing special. Phillip Rivers has a dead arm. You know, like, this isn't, yeah. this isn't a, no, dude. That's not even die. a damn. That, that's a, that's a, oh, yeah, that's a fact. No, it's you not. Know? No, that's not. reality. You know, we're, we're to point. that point where, we're to that point where we can all understand and, and accept that. And it's like, you know, once once your family member gets older, you know, they're like, oh, okay, grandma is a little bit older. Grandpa is a little bit older, but we still love them. It's not that we don't love them. They're just older now and they can't perform. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's why. <laughs> You're wrong, sir. You are wrong. The uh, I don't understand. I have a couple things here. Why is nobody blaming the Colts' loss on T.Y. Hilton last week? He had two drops. I mean, he's supposed to be one of the premier receivers in the NFL. He dropped two balls that hit him in the hands last week that would have given them first downs and led them down the field to beat the Jags. He dropped two passes, so I'm not, I'm not sure why no one's blaming him. He looked rusty, looked a little shot, to be honest. So I think he'll get it back. Phillip Rivers... All offseason, everyone was saying, Frank Reich, because him and Phil Rivers have a good relationship, if Philip Rivers starts throwing stupid interceptions, Reich's going to get on him about it, and they're going to fix it. I think they fix it. Um, and I think the Vikings, their secondary is so young, none of them know what they're doing. None of them know what they're doing. And you know, I think that was part of it with the Packers win last week, and I think the Colts take advantage of it again this week. WFT. I always want to say WTF. <laughs> WFT, the Washington football team, 1-0. and o. At the Cardinals, 1-0. and o. 
Um, looks like we all believe a little bit more in the Cardinals than we do in the Washington football team. And this our is, president, Kyler Murray. This is, and okay. our, our our leader, our, Kyler Murray. Let's calm down with that. Uh, Your fantasy is, quarterback, Kyler this Murray. Is, yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Whatever. Um, this is going to haunt me. Not picking the Washington football team last week is going to haunt me for years. Because the whole offseason... The whole lead up to to week one, I was hyping this front line of the Washington football team. And what did they do? I just said they had eight sacks in week one. Eight sacks on Carson Wentz. They, they played pretty well. I mean, they're not great. They played pretty well. So I think this will be a, a decently competitive game. Because when you have a good defensive line, I mean, think the Niners last year. It always keeps you dangerous. Um, but Kyler is dangerous. They throw the ball a ridiculous amount, and they get it out quick, which hurts the defensive line. That's why I'm taking the Cardinals, and that's why all of us are taking the Cardinals. Um, I don't. You have a specific reason? You just mm. love, you just love Kyler. Love Kyler. Love DeAndre Hopkins. Give me the win. Okay. Ravens one and zero at Texans zero and one. We all took the Ravens move. You want to say why? Uh, offense. And I don't have an idiot for a head coach. Okay. I will add offense and defense. And they don't have an idiot as a head coach. Uh, They don't have an idiot as a GM. Yeah. (laughs) Bill O'Brien as a head coach is not terrible. He's won a bunch of divisions. But uh, he's not John Harbaugh and he's he's not a terrible. He's not. He is a... Terrible. Average. He's not terrible. I mean, he's built the Chiefs light with their offense, and I think they need time. But they need a lot of time. They've got a lot of new pieces. And going Chiefs to Ravens is not how you want to start your year. So That's getting your dick slapped. They're going to be 0-2. It's got to be rough. They're going to get that defense. That Texans defense is going to be brutalized. It's going to be bad. Chiefs 1-0 at Chargers 1-0. Bales is the only one to take the Chargers. I think it's because he's a Chargers fan. And yeah. he really believes in Tyrod. Homer. Yeah. The rest of us took the Chiefs because, well, for me, Tyrod didn't look that great last year or last week. And uh, the Chiefs didn't. The, the best way I. The, the best thing I heard about the Chiefs last week, they put up 34 points. There was only like six or seven times that, pe- that another team put up. 34, all of last year. Wow. And Like the other teams, they only did that like six or seven times all of last year. The Chiefs did it and did, and they looked, the, the thing I heard was it was like a disinterested 34. Like they barely even tried. They were like uh-huh. sleepwalking and put up 34. Yeah. If they wake up, no one's got a shot. Exactly. So I think it's all Chiefs all the time. Patriots, 1-0. At Seahawks, 1-0. Here's a split for the ages. The Bales and the captain take the Patriots. You and I take the Seahawks. Why are we taking the Seahawks? Russ Wills. James Russ. Yep. Let him cook. I don't like the... I don't like the... So I don't like the run committee... But this is what happens if you just freaking let him do his thing. Let him throw. Yeah. Unreal. 
and then I'll get you. You go offense. I'll go defense. Jamal Adams and that linebacking core. I think they have the perfect ability to contain Cam Newton and mm. keep and keep him. In. What you have to do so Cam Newton style, he needs good. They call play scripts basically. He needs to be above, uh, like ahead of the chains. He needs second and three. He can't get to third and seven because then he's got to throw the ball. And right now the Patriots' pass game is terrible. I think the Seahawks will be able to keep him in third and five, third and seven. That's that kind of area. Instead of letting him get to second and four where he can run all of that zone read stuff and run the ball. And when he does try, he's got Jamal Adams back there who's you know just lurking and ready to smack. He looks like he is playing inspired football. I just think they got it. They got it. They're a better team right now. I agree. Um, and the last one, Monday Night Football. Saints 1-0 at Raiders 1-0. and another, another split. This is our third different split, so maybe it's not a theme. Maybe I thought it was a theme, and it's not. Um, Captain and I will take the Saints. You and Bales will take the Raiders. Yeah, I think the Saints, uh, without Michael Thomas, become more of a one-headed monster, even though Drew Brees is still very capable of throwing the lights uh, out. I don't even know if that's an expression, but I just made it up. Throwing the lights out. It is now. Um, But uh, I love the Raiders. um, uh, How do I want to say this? I love the Raiders' balance last week in week one. Uh, Josh Jacobs looked incredible. That was the morning game that I didn't – I had access to Red Zone, didn't even watch Red Zone, only watched the Raiders-Carolina game, and they looked balanced. Josh Jacobs looked good, and the receivers, and Oakland's receiver, young receiving core, uh, looks fast, and it's just exciting, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a nice Monday uh, show. That's on my birthday. The Raider, Raiders win on my birthday. Let's go. Oh, that that makes it seem like it's written in the stars now. So yeah. it's going to be rough for me. I will give a point for myself and a point for the captain. First point for myself. Uh, all all off season, we've been saying that the Panthers defense is going to be the one of the worst that we've seen in a long time, and they are. They're terrible, and Josh Jacobs made them look terrible. The Raiders are now going from one of the worst defenses in the NFL to potentially the best defense in the NFL. I think this is the this is the test, the litmus test for the Raiders, and I got to see it to believe it. And then for the captain, good point. The Raiders' defense, it's not, it's not, it's nothing to write home about. They didn't get very much pressure last week. Their secondary is aggressive, but often leave holes all over the place, and I think the Saints are the perfect team to pick them apart. So, that is that. That is one thing and a winner. Before we get out of here, we got just a little bit more. We're just going to just throw you some nuggets to try and help you out while we talk some fantasy football. No one cares! But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. We're here to help with your fantasy football team, and the way we're going to do that is, one, keep you up to date on injuries, people who are out, people who are doubtful, that kind of stuff. Uh, That way you can help and not get screwed like I did. I have already twice in in two weeks uh, with injuries and such. 
So here we go. People who are out. They are officially not playing week two. George Kittle, A.J. Brown, Kenny Galladay, Philip Lindsay, Jamison Crowder. So if you have any of those guys, because I mean a lot of people are starting those people, um, go find someone else. And you might just learn who those are in a minute. Uh, also, Chris Godwin is doubtful. He's in concussion protocol. Uh, he has been practicing. That's like a little bit over halfway in the concussion protocol steps. So he's got a lot more. Um, people are pretty optimistic, though Bruce Arians seems like he's trying to downplay it. And I can't tell if Bruce Arians is just trying to psych the, you know, whoever the the Bucks are playing. I, we just did it, and I can't remember. Um, they're trying to psych them out and then throw them in late. But um, they also have a good amount of weapons, so I could see them keeping him out and making sure he's healthy in week three. That's going to be one you got to pay attention to. Okay, so now what we want to do is we want to go over some good matchups. So I just went through and I picked some people I thought had good matchups. Um, so I'll go through them and then I'm going to let Smooth agree or disagree um, because you just noticed on one thing in a winner, we kind of see the game differently. So I want to get his opinion as well. And then we've got some bad matchups, see if he agrees with those. So starting with the good matchups. These are people I think have some good matchups this week. Naheem Hines, Colts against the Vikings. Mark Andrews, Ravens against the Texans. Miko Hardman against the Chargers. Um, Adam Thielen for the, for the Vikings against the Colts. Gronk against the Panthers, I believe. Uh, just got it. Bucks against Panthers. Yeah, there we go. The Cowboys, the receiving crew, any of them. <laughs> Against the against the Falcons and Chase Claypool against the Broncos, so I think I, I think those are, are good matchups. Claypool and Hardman uh, will be forgotten by the secondaries, and Hines I think Hines gets fed the ball, and yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think Hines gets fed the ball, um, and I like that matchup against the Vikings uh, D. Nothing scary there, um, but I do like the Cowboys call out. Uh, Atlanta is uh, Swiss cheese defense, and there's too many uh, weapons to choose from, uh, along with you know um, Zeke coming out of the backfield or having to hedge against him running. I think it's just too much for uh, those guys to handle. So I think uh, the Dallas receivers are going to have a heyday. Agreed. Okay, some bad matchups. Uh Carson Wentz against the Rams' rush with that terrible offensive line. Christian McCaffrey going up against the Buccaneers' uh, linebackers and containment. The Bills' running backs. Uh, I, I don't love them this week against Miami, who's a disciplined defense. Kenyon Drake. I think, like we talked about, the Washington football team's defensive line. Uh, I think that's going to struggle with Kenyon Drake. They'll end up throwing the ball a lot more than running it. Will Fuller. It's kind of one that I'm worried about against uh, the Ravens. They have a very good secondary. And then, like we talked about as well during one thing in the winter, Josh Jacobs, I think, could struggle. Um, seems to be the, the focal point of every defense coming in now, and the Saints have a pretty good rush defense. Okay, I like that. No, any, I like that a lot. Any you disagree with? No. I hope that Josh Jacobs is wrong, but I think that you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, in these, this isn't like, oh, they're going to have terrible days, don't start them. This is just like yeah. maybe 
take the projection and minus like a couple points. Yep. You know, yep. stuff like that. Okay, but that is, that's it. We, we want to do that every week. Just a quick fantasy, little fantasy helper for all of you guys. But that is that. That is the episode. That is 127. Uh, until next week, you can go ahead and find us on social media. We've been talking about Twitter. Uh, we're all over the place, just doing whatever thoughts we had on Sundays as we watch the games. Uh, Twitter is bold underscore nonsense. Instagram is bold dot nonsense. And you can always email us at... Bold Nonsense Podcast at gmail.com. True. The show is out on Saturdays. We are your weekend listen, your Saturday side piece, anything like that. iTunes and Spotify is the best place to find us there. We ask, take a little bit of time, go help us out with a rate and a review. Other than that, let's say bye to the people. Thank you, Walsh Disney, for another great episode. My name is still smooth. Much love. Stay safe, everybody. I'm seeing blue skies out there as I look out into uh my yard so thank goodness that this smoke is starting to clear stay stay safe i'm at walsh disney if you love it love us um happy bird early birthday to smooth senseless sending the love on monday and with that this is bold nonsense this is bold nonsense podcast you're deep in the depths of that pretty much the end of it you're almost out actually uh this is episode 127 This is your congratulations on making it through the first week of the NFL. And this is your invitation to stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.